0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Did Mike Elko just hand Cam Coleman to Hugh Freeze? You are
1: Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Auburn your first listen. Every single day, we're talking recruiting with Lockdown Recruiting Insider and Auburn Daily Insider, Brian Smith. And of course, our recruiting coverage is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Lockdown College. Terms and conditions apply. Brian, you were at the Iron Bowl. You covered the Iron Bowl, spoke to a lot of recruits. We'll touch on that. We'll also talk about Auburn's newest commit, a 2025 kid, very, very large human being, can move very well (laughs) for his size and his age. We'll talk about all that in a second. But yesterday, reports come out of Aggieland, come out of College Station, saying that Mike Elko, the new Texas A&M head coach, is not going to retain wide receivers coach Damian Craig, and this was the main point of contact between Texas A and M and Cam Coleman, the Central Phoenix City star receiver who was at the Iron Bowl this past weekend. And all these rumors, Brian, are continuing to come out about how he is planning to flip from Texas A and M to Auburn. And Damian Craig was kind of the last string that we all kind of assumed was holding him there. Did Mike Elko hand? Cam Coleman, Hugh Freeze, by making this decision.
1: Unless there's something I don't know about, it sure seems that way. Um, yeah. I, why would he go play for a defensive-minded coach? It's a school he'd been trending away from. It's further away from home. That's his receiver coach. It's his contact. These are all negatives for the Aggies. So, again, I certainly don't have all the data, but... That I have leans towards the Auburn Tigers.
0: Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. And, and look, every recruit that was at the Iron Bowl um, talked about how electric the environment was, and how a lot of these guys, rightfully so, from their perspective, talking about the future. A lot of these guys sending messages saying, "Get ready," you know, to to Auburn fans. There, you know, big things are coming from their perspective, which is what you want, right? You want to be excited about going to play for your future school, and that's what this group is. You spoke to Cam Coleman briefly at the Iron Bowl on Saturday. One, what stood out to you? And two, anything of substance um, from him that, that you were able to kind of pull out?
1: Number one, he's still as calm and relaxed as the first time I got to know him earlier this year. And two, I just said, look, I'm not going to interview you to the fullest extent, but I do want to know one thing. I said, when will it be the drop dead date that you're down to this one school? There's no more back and forth. And he looked at me point blank and said December 20th, which is National Signing Day. Yeah. He's not going to rush it. That's basically what he's saying, which I'm cool with. And he was just honest about it. And he didn't didn't hesitate. So um, we didn't get into the Auburn A&M discussion or Florida State or any of that. I, I left him alone on that. But uh, look, man, he's being hammered from every direction because he's one of the few kids left in the top 100 that's not definitively going to a certain school. So
0: mm-hmm. –
1: He had a great time, though, and he was very active with all the kids. I was right under the goalpost, right by the recruits, and he was very active and having a great time. So I kind of like Auburn's chances.
0: I do, too, man. I do, too. And the more stuff that comes out and the way Texas A&M handled all of this, I think it's great. I think it's great uh, for Auburn to eventually end up with Cam Coleman in this class. Something you said to me just when we were chatting on the phone sometime between now and (laughs) when the Iron Bowl was done. You you talked about how big all of these receivers that you talk to are, and that's not something you can necessarily say about past receiving uh, classes or past receiving groups for the Auburn uh, Auburn offense over the last decade or so.
1: When I was out on the field before the game, Auburn's pretty wax about letting just kind of just walk around and just see things. I was walking by a few of the kids, and I knew who they were. And there was one kid I, I wasn't sure just based on the face – and i figured out who it was a little later and i'm like oh that's perry T-. he looked like a linebacker perry looked like a linebacker like yeah, literally right and i'm like holy cow he's a grown man he's over he's got to be over 200 pounds and mm-hmm. it, there's no bad weight and then i i mean cam is you know it's an nfl player and waiting he's just long and lanky um he's he's the kind of guy you're looking for so anyway i i i looked at a few of the other kids and like Spencer Dowling, uh, the big kid from Eagles landing Christian. I feel really good about where Auburn stands. He's massive. I mean, they just, everybody they had there looked apart. The and even, I mean, this is kind of weird. The kid that honestly looked just about the best of anybody. There's a certain quarterback from the state of Arkansas. Like he's look, he, he looks like just a pure athlete. If you didn't know that he was a quarterback, you'd say, Hey, maybe he's a big receiver, a flex tight end, whatever. He's just a good looking athlete. Like Auburn is upgrading physically across the board. Receiver thing is freaky, but I mean, across the board, it's really good. You've been
0: covering recruiting for a long time, Brian. Walker White rolling up to the Iron Bowl with a hoodie where on the back of it, it was the names of all the guys on Auburn's wish list. Where does that rank as far as, okay, this is pretty awesome sales pitch from a guy in the class, not a coach, but a guy in the class.
1: I don't know if I've ever seen anybody match that. It's pretty awesome. I, it's a pretty cool move. I don't know if Auburn told him to do it or if his mom came up with it. I don't care. The fact that he rocked it. Sure. You know, I was around him, but he was so active talking to kids. I never approached him. Like that guy, if he ever wants to go into like sales of any type, uh-huh. if you're working to hire, there's your guy. Everybody likes him. Like everybody yeah. likes him. you and like the staff. He's just very friendly and open. Everybody liked him. And I'm like, okay, this is a good sign. You don't have to have your quarterback as the leader of a class, but it does help a bit.
0: All right. So we're in agreement that it does feel like Mike Elko is handing Cam Coleman to Hugh Freeze with, with this decision with Damian Craig. So you're buying that Auburn finishes with four receivers in this class, so that would be Malcolm Simmons and Bryce Kane, the two we haven't mentioned, and Perry Thompson and Cam Coleman. I know Auburn fans really want Ryan Williams. I'm just not there. I, I am there with Cam Coleman. I'm not there with Ryan Williams. But those four guys in the class, I mean, that, that's got to give Auburn one of the best receiver classes in college football.
1: It would. And, and I spoke with Ryan for a bit, too. I think Auburn's much higher up on the list than I originally thought. Okay, But he doesn't know where he's going. Like I, I know him a little bit from this past summer, and he's a great guy. He doesn't even know if he's enrolling early yet. And I said, uh, "Bro, it's a couple do you weeks. Believe away. that? Kind of, kind of have to figure this out here because you got to change your classes if you're going to enroll early a year. So, do
0: like, you do you believe that he really doesn't know, or do you think that's just? Oh no, playing like, the game.
1: No, no, we we went into it like he told me like I got to take certain like it's a big deal. It's okay. a, it's a big commitment, regardless if it's Bama or Auburn. You have to get." your credits and he's taking extra classes when you're, you know, a, you know, a kid that's really only thinking about football is probably not high on his list. I get it, but there is no shortcut here. So mm-hmm. we'll see what he does.
0: Yeah. No question. All right. You talked to uh, pretty much all of Auburn's class at the <laughs> iron bowl. And so we'll, we'll touch <laughs> we like on it. some of those other guys. Uh, I know you had a good conversation with Deandre Carter as well. Auburn's offensive line in this class. We'll continue all that in just a moment right here. Unlocked on, on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. It's the best way to play daily fantasy sports. If you're like me and every fantasy football team I touch this year stinks. I'm mathematically eliminated from the playoffs in all of my leagues. I'm normally very good at <laughs> fantasy. Not this year. Prize Picks gives you new life. So I get to enjoy NFL days, uh, game days again. So uh, thank you to Prize Picks, but Prize Picks all it is is uh, it's you against the numbers. You pick more or less than on two to six player stat projections, and hopefully you watch the winnings roll in. So if you think a receiver is going to have a big day, you can add them on Prize Picks. If you think a running back is going to get shut down, you can add them on Prize Picks and take the less than. It- it's so much fun. So go to PrizePicks.com. Slash locked on college and use code locked on college for our first deposit match up to $100. Once again, prizepicks.com slash locked on college. Use code locked on college for our first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy.
1: It's Kubota Orange Day. You shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com.
0: All right, Brian, let's talk about some of these other guys that you spoke to at Jordan-Hare Stadium um, for, for Iron Bowl. For Iron Bull Saturday. So let's start with DeAndre Carter. He <laughs> is a very large human. You sent me a few pictures of him and you put some stuff up on, on the website at auburndaily.com. But what stands out to you about this kid from uh, the other side of the country?
1: Well, it's ironic that you said that because I, I said, DeAndre, I got to ask. I said, why does a kid from L.A. go to Auburn? Because those are two worlds that aren't even remotely alike. He said, I'm not going to lie. When I took the visit, I didn't think I'd like it near as much as I did. He okay. was just honest. Sure. And he said, it blew me away. And he says, I just love everything here, the people and how everybody is and how much attention to detail with the football program and everything. Yeah. He wanted to kind of like restart. Like he wanted to be a part of something that he could build. Obviously, as you and I talk frequently, the Tigers need offensive linemen. He yes. fits that bill in many ways. And his chest is the size of about three human beings. So you put all that together, he's got a chance to play. Like He is humongous, just like out. He's better proportioned than I thought he would be, and his chest is so big, it's ridiculous. But uh, great kid. Um, He's really close with Walker. I mean, he's about as dialed in as it's going to get. So great kid, man.
0: Who else stood out? I know uh, Demarcus Riddick is a guy oh that impresses you every time he a highlight pops up on your timeline or you get a chance to see him in person. Uh, let, let's move to him next.
1: Have you ever seen the guy in one of these really bad movies like the bouncer at the bar that just comes walking out that's imposing? Riddick is kind of like that. No waist, really broad shoulders, and angry. That's what he looks like. He's the guy I want playing linebacker for me. Yeah, I didn't talk to him. I just took a picture and just kind of got away. I was afraid of him. But uh, it,
0: <laughs> who else, uh, Brian, who else did you talk to on Saturday?
1: Oh, man. Uh, well, Dowland a little bit. Super kid. Okay. He's 290 right now. Very happy with where he's at. He said he can't wait to get into Auburn strength and conditioning program. He's got a minute. Um,
0: he's got a minute. But, yeah, glad, he's but already, he's,
1: glad he's bought in. Oh, yeah, 100%. He's, he's an Auburn fit. KJ Lacey, Auburn is – don't discount Auburn in that race. He's a 2025 quarterback technically committed to texas he is ryan williams teammate they are very tight okay i asked him point i've known him for a couple of years i asked him point blank about it. i said are you going to texas what's going on and he said you know we're still trying to figure it out or what i don't really consider it a strong commitment it's just my opinion got it but you know he he is what he is he was having a great time and he was mingling with all the recruits um looking at the list like guys there's so many kids the um the other, the kid from Eagles, Wayne and Christian forget his uh, favorite Edwin
0: favorite Edwin. Yeah. If they
1: don't get him, I will be shocked. Okay. I will be shocked. I asked him about his visit situation and I had no idea. I hadn't looked it up and he said he had like three visits kind of lined up for December. And then he broke into the, another party goes, it takes so much time to take these visits. I'm like, right. Because they hoard you around. You don't get any free time. Right. I think it's Clemson, Florida, Bama or whatever. But like, I don't know if he's gonna take any of them. Like he's kind of over it and he just really likes Auburn. Maybe he takes one, but I think the Tigers are the most likely destination. He was hanging around all How did the he look, did he look to you?
0: How did he look to you? Favorite one. How did he look physically to you, Brian?
1: Like an SEC offensive tackle. Yeah. I mean, he's very long. He's six six at least. He's humongous. And he's not fat. Um, very astute kid looking for a place that feels comfortable. And he, he was with the recruits. You can tell when a kid really isn't that interested, they kind of move off to some, he was in the middle of the fray the entire time. That's good. So, very good. And good. he was one of my favorite kids I've met this year. He's about as humble as it can be. So I love that. I love that.
0: Any other conversations you had um, from Saturday before, uh, before we look ahead to the 2025 class?
1: Jalen Crawford, the corner from Parkview High School, big-time program in Atlanta. I'm really, I'm really high on him, Brian. Uh, you and me both. Uh, yeah. That's a kid that likes to study stuff and looks at – he knows who everybody is. He's he's a little different kind of kid. He's very astute on that as well. Auburn will end up playing him early. I'm very confident.
0: Yeah, there, there's a lot of candidates for uh, early, <laughs> early potential starters on the defensive side of the ball for sure. Okay, let's – Let's talk about Kaitlin Edwards. He committed earlier this week. He is the latest commit at the time of us recording this. A 2025 defensive lineman. So Auburn now has three four-star defensive linemen in the 2025 class, which you love to see it. Sounds like Tennessee, was certainly a factor in Memphis, according to his On 3 page. But from Dyersburg, Tennessee, you wrote about this at AuburnDaily.com, Brian, and I've watched a little bit of his tape. The thing is, he, he's huge, and he moves really, really well. Those two things go together, um, and that's why he has a four-star four at such a young age.
1: It was interesting watching his film because I, when I first saw him walk up to the line, I'm like, okay, this is just going to be a plugger. But he can bend, make contact, shed, and like run down the line of scrimmage and chase down running backs. He's at least 320. I've seen him listed a different way. He's at least three twenty. Kids that size don't move like that very often, especially when they're only a junior in high school. So when I saw that, I'm like, and, and he's just murdering kids, at, you know, around his local area. I don't. I feel sorry for the parents there, but at the same time, it's it's just the way it is. Like he's just too strong and overwhelms them. He doesn't have a lot of technique yet. Once he gets to Auburn, he gets coached up because of his athleticism. I think he can become a pass rusher too. Right now, he's more of a run stuffer, just disrupting everything. You got to double him. And he's he's probably an even better offensive lineman because it's, I don't know, he just gets to maul people. He doesn't have to look for anything. He just kills what's in front of him. But yeah, that kind of athleticism at 320, brother, you can never have enough of him in the Southeastern Conference.
0: So we've joked about this before, Brian, but we're in a situation just from an Auburn perspective that Auburn's already got seven commitments in the 2025 class. That is very unusual. I think since I've covered the team, this is the quickest and most ahead of schedule they've been on the recruiting trail since I've been covering the team. And so, I mean, you look at it with a Malik Autry, who I believe was there Saturday and uh, a Jacaleb Falk and a Jordan Crawford and, and a, and a Kalen Edwards. I mean, there's so much to like about what they're assembling on this defensive front. It's a ways out. It's a 2025 class. So we've got some time, but does this does this kind of change your approach if you're in a if you're a coaching staff now? It's like okay, we've got our base, like we've got a we've got our core group of guys. Does it allow you to be more aggressive? Or do you just kind of stay true and just over the course of this next year and a half, everything's gonna even out?
1: I don't think there's any evening out. I think they're actually ascending. Okay. it just happens that I mean, and this goes in cycles, the area that Auburn's in is always rich with d line talent, but it's really good with bigger guys. I mean they got three D tackles that can play for any school in the country already committed. That's mm-hmm. insane, right? It could end up being the number one D tackle class in the country for the, for next year's overall haul, and now they can also sell that to like corners, to safeties, to linebackers. Hey, these guys are going to make it easier for you. So, yeah, I'm not real worried about Auburn in that that regard. But that does give them one advantage. Because you're seven down, you don't have as many kids that you're openly recruiting. Sure. That makes a big difference. And mm-hmm. you always want to get a quarterback as soon as you can and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know where they're at with that. But other than that, like this class is off to such a good start. It would be very disappointing if it didn't finish in the top 10 at the very least.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you. According to 247 right now, it's fifth. It's fifth in all of football for a 2025 class. Brian, let me ask you this. So according to 247, there are four four four-stars committed already. Malik Autry, Kendarius Riddick, Jacaleb Falk, and Jordan Crawford. Of those, could any of them be a candidate for getting a fifth star down the road?
1: Oh, wow. That's hard. I mean... The autry kid, I mean, that that's a possibility because you can't teach his length. Like I met him he's
0: so big.
1: He and like he's imposing. Like I sent you, I think I sent you a photo of him. He's 280-ish and he looks lean.
0: Yeah, I've watched him play a few times. Uh just because he, he goes yeah, to school like right 10 minutes from where I live. Right. Yeah. He's I mean, he's huge. He's exactly what you want, like physically.
1: And it's just odd, like I don't think he understands how good he is yet or what sure. he can be. Right, He's not a kid that – like some guys, you you know they're really good early, but they're done growing. Mm-hmm. He hasn't even filled out. Like he's, his width, his chest, and all that, he's going to be 305 and still be able to play three-tech or five-tech. Like he's that rare guy that can play like in the three-man three line. You can put him at the end. Yeah, He's really rare. So yeah. it just depends on like if the light really goes on with his technique by player, anybody in the country?
0: Yeah, yeah. Malik Malik's actually come on the show before. He's a friend of the program. I don't know why, I don't know why I didn't say that earlier. But yeah, big fan of uh, Malik Autry. All right, let's um, let's talk about what could be next for Auburn on the recruiting front in just a moment. Right here on Locked On Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to. Faster, you've got to check out LinkedIn jobs. They've got the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn is not just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy. In fact, at 86%, 86, I said that really weird. 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidates within 24 hours. That's pretty quick. That's pretty fast. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
1: The NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait, find locked on college basketball on YouTube
0: or wherever you get your podcasts part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your
1: team every day.
0: Final few minutes here with Brian Smith, Locked On recruiting insider, also a writer over at AuburnDaily.com. So let's just kind of play a game where we predict the future here. Do you think Auburn gets a commit before signing day or do they just flip a few guys or a few guys pop on signing day next month?
1: I would guess it's both. I think that though, signing day is kind of the given. I think Faber Edwin's probably about the most likely. I Again, my vibe with him, and I didn't even ask. He offered. He's kind of over the whole visit thing and all that. He's a pretty humble kid. Some guys, they love all the attention. He'd rather be underneath the waves, if you would. So I expect him to to pop sooner than later,
0: which is totally what you want for an offensive lineman, right? Like the mentality of it. That's exactly what you want.
1: Yeah. When offensive linemen like Ferraris, I'm concerned. So, you know, it's just, it's not the way, you know, they don't fit in them, but anyway, it's just one of those things where he's probably about done. He might take a visit. Mm -hmm. We'll see. As far as flips, obviously we got cam Coleman. They're trying to get Ryan Williams. They're trying to get other kids, all of that is just self-explanatory. You take them whenever they decide to come end of story. So I don't know how many other kids they're trying to get, but here's something to think about. This happens every year with all the craziness that goes on with a coaching carousel. and I've been like, I've got an entire page of notes just on a and m for different teams because they recruit nationally, not just Coleman. A bunch of different teams are really interested that they just hired a defensive coach, like we talked about with Cam. Draylon Miller may end up at LSU and this guy may it's all over the place. And that's applied to a lot of schools. Florida just fired some coaches. There are going to be guys that Auburn and other schools didn't have on their board that may end up on their board now and take visit. It's just a matter of who it is. Don't be surprised if Auburn is one of those schools.
0: Yeah. What's your feeling on KJ Bolden who obviously picked FSU over Auburn (laughs) and a few other schools Everybody who talks to him always feels good about where where he's going, but he he picked FSU. Where where are you in reading this kid, if it's at all possible, to to read him?
1: Well, he wasn't at the Iron Bowl unless I missed it. Um, I don't think he was there. I
0: don't think he he was either. I'm not positive on that, but I don't think he was
1: either. I would have ran into him, and I know him. So I don't like that sign for Auburn, but that doesn't mean he doesn't get back to Auburn because he lives in Atlanta. It's not like he's that far away, so it's two, three hours away. I would expect that you got to go visit him next week, when the coaches can start making the in-home visits. I'm sure it's the first week of December. That's got to be one of your first stops. You got to know if he's interested in coming back by. After that, anybody in that Atlanta area that you know, you might be able to flip. <laughs> there's plenty. They'll probably make some efforts there. Yeah, yeah.
0: Brian, how can people check out everything that you've got going on right now?
1: Auburn daily is the most entertaining. I got the update on the cam Coleman, Ryan Williams situation. Got the whole rundown on the Auburn kids. A few other guys we didn't mention. Yeah. It escaped me, but uh, man, it's, it's a lot of fun. FB scout underscore Florida on Twitter, a little bit of everything working on a lot of transfer quarterback stuff right now. Cause Ward only knows Auburn may be in that too. Who knows?
0: I mean, that's, I think they will. I think they will add a quarterback um, via the portal. So, we will see. Yeah. Check out all of Brian's work. You can find my written work at auburndaily.com as well. And we will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn.
1: The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked on College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts